Hello, and welcome to Lens, the podcast brought to you by British Screen Forum. My name is John Gisby, and I'm delighted that you're listening. Welcome. This is an introductory episode of Lens, our new podcast series. Our role at British Screen Forum is to bring together industry leaders, policymakers, and politicians to discuss the future of film, TV, games, and digital content in the UK. Our members are drawn from the major broadcasters, platforms, and studios, while others are producers, investors, advisors, and leaders of organisations representing creative talent. If all that sounds interesting, there's a lot more information at britishscreenforum.co.uk, where you can find out about our upcoming public events and apply for membership. Podcasting is a new initiative for us and allows us to delve a little deeper and broaden the conversation out to a wider audience. We'll be releasing a new episode every couple of weeks via all major podcast platforms and we very much look forward to getting your feedback. Do feel free to drop me a line at john, J-O-N, at britishscreenforum.co.uk or track me down via social media. We're definitely learning as we go, so would welcome your thoughts on what could be better and ideas for future guests. In this first series, we're focused on the future of public service broadcasting, a topic that we discuss regularly given the role it plays in the UK's creative economy as well as our culture and politics. As many of you will know, over the next five to ten years, the PSB system is likely to face increasing pressure driven by viewer behaviour and technology and by ongoing political debates about its appropriate size and scope. There are some major milestones coming up quite fast. The BBC will need a new charter in 2028, and the current Secretary of State made a seismic announcement that the recent licence fee settlement will be the last. Channel 4 faces the prospect of privatisation. ITV and Channel 5 will need to agree new remits if they are to renew their broadcasting licences, and important new entrants such as the streamers and social video platforms are having a profound impact on the market. The impact of all of this disruption and uncertainty is exacerbated by the fact that we've had 10 Secretaries of State in less than 10 years. And there have also been significant changes of personnel in Ofcom and DCMS, neither of which is a great place to start if we need to do some hard thinking and tackle long-term strategy. So we want to play our part in ensuring the upcoming debate about PSB is as well-informed as possible. And we're doing that by talking to prominent advocates and critics from the recent past. We want to get their perspectives on what happened on their watch what's been built, what it's delivered, and what should be preserved or changed going forward. Our initial episodes include a conversation with Mark Thompson, who contrasts the challenges he faced at the BBC with his more recent experiences in turning around the New York Times. In my conversation with Lord Putnam, he discussed how PSB is at the heart of the social contract of being a citizen, and how, in his view, it's a critical enabler in keeping the UK a united kingdom. James Purnell discussed the important role that PSBs play in the creative economy and how they enable UK producers to retain their IP. And David Abraham outlined what he sees as the black hole at the centre of the proposals to privatise Channel 4 and describes what he believes is the absurd and dishonest approach being taken by those who are proposing it. And we start with John Whittingdale, who has been at the centre of the debates for much of his career and as both Minister and Secretary of State, a key architect of recent policy and legislation. Here's a taste of what he had to say. The argument I've been having with the BBC, successive DGs and chairs, etc., and, and, and still rages today, is can you justify requiring people to pay a licence fee unless everybody who pays it feels they're getting some benefit from it? And so does the BBC need to provide something for everybody 
or is the argument for the BBC that actually it should be filling the gaps in the market? People said to me, why are you, you, know, why are you talking about Channel 4 when it's doing really well and it made lots of money last year? But this is not about Channel 4 being unsustainable next year or even in the next two or three years. It is about whether or not Channel 4 is sustainable under its present model in 10 years. I've always found it slightly frustrating that outside of the political world, people regarded me as being hostile to the BBC, something I furiously sought to counter because I, I regard... I, myself as a strong supporter of the BBC and actually in this building I'm regarded as being very soft on the BBC because I don't believe in privatisation I argue that they're not sort of inherently left-wing and biased and actually I support very strongly the independence of the BBC. I hope that gives you a sense of both this episode and of our objectives for the series as a whole. We'll be publishing the full version of this conversation via all major podcast platforms fairly shortly and future episodes every couple of weeks after that and we'll announce each time via the British Screen Forum feeds on LinkedIn and Twitter. In the meantime, thank you for listening.